Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to our fourth and last day of our four-day devotional, Single But in a Relationship with God. So now that we're in our last day, you may be asking yourself, how do I embrace my single season with the Lord? How do I find Him real in my life? Well, the beauty of Jesus is that He is so alive and active. He's not a God that wants to be far from us. He's a God that wants to do life with us. He wants to talk to us throughout the day and lead us and show us His love and everything and all those things. And so the first step to embracing our relationship with God is to give Him our attention and time. This is so important. And I'm not just talking about time alone, you know, in your room, where I I call it the secret place, the alone time with God. I'm talking about throughout your day. Because you can go throughout the day, honestly, just casting God out, you know, just numbing yourself from hearing Him and not even acknowledging His presence. But we can also live each day, no matter what we're doing, even if we're driving, even if we're working, acknowledging His presence, right? Knowing that He's here, opening up our ears, leaving our ears open to hear Jesus. For example, like let's say you're at your home, you know, you're with your parents or with your friend. Your ears are open in case they call you, right? Like the moment they call you in the other room, you're going to be able to answer them. Well, with Jesus, we have to be the same way where even though we're living life, our ears are still open to listen to what he may have to say. So take time throughout the day to reserve even moments where maybe you just step out and just spend time with God. Or maybe if you're at work, take lunch breaks with God. That's what I used to do. I would just take, you know, once a week, just take a lunch break with God and just be with him and allow him to lead me into scriptures, talk to him, pray with him. The beauty of God is we he's a God that wants relationship. What is relationship? When we're talking about relationship, it's a two-way communication, right? You can't say you're in a relationship when only one person is loving you, only one person is speaking. It's both interacting together. So God wants to speak to you, He wants to hear from you, he wants to love you, and he wants love from you, right? He wants a relationship. And so the thing about that is we just have to give our time to know him. We want to be able to spend time with him. I like to give the analogy, imagine, you know, you're dating someone, right? But you never spend time with them. The only thing you know about them is from a friend. You're like, yeah, I'm dating this person, but the only thing you know is what people tell about you. And I feel like sometimes we treat God that way. We just know about him through Sundays, through what the pastor says. Like, yeah, I know God, you know, that's, this is what so-and-so says about him. But what about you? What do you have to say about God? Jesus even told his disciples, these are what people say about me, but who do you say I am? And we can't really say who God is until we have that relationship, until we know who God is. We know him intimately, until we actually pick up the word of God and read it for ourselves. We can say that God is good, but have you experienced his goodness? Have you seen him come through for your life? And that's why we need to have a relationship by spending time with him, by obeying him. Because if we don't do what God says, how can we know that his ways are good? We don't know if his ways are good unless we actually live out his ways. And I like to use this analogy as well of like a recipe. Like let's say you're you're about, you're trying to make, I love banana bread. So like, let's say you're trying to make banana bread. You can't say that this person's recipe is bad if you didn't follow their recipe. And so the same thing with God, we can't say God's ways are bad or good if we haven't even followed his ways. 
And you know, when I first gave my life to Jesus, that was the first thing I had to make the choice is God, even though I don't completely know if I'm going to feel joy and happy following your ways and getting my life right, I'm just choosing to follow your ways. And the moment I took that step of faith and obeyed God, I saw him come through. Same thing in my single season. The moment I let go of those relationships that God told me to let go, I found true joy, freedom, and I found a man for me that I actually can say I I have complete joy in and that God has a purpose for us. And so, you know, the steps of embracing our relationship with God is spending time with him. It's obeying him. And ask God, you know, for opportunities to show you where you can tune into him more, you know, and not just the the secret place, but even throughout the day. I want to read to you guys the passage um, in Luke 10. I want to encourage you all to read it too. Luke 10, 39 to 40. Luke 10 is a passage about Mary and Martha. It says, Martha had a sister, Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. And so in this passage, Jesus is visiting the house of Mary and Martha. So Martha is like cooking, she's getting ready, the house. Um, And here Mary, instead of helping her sister, she's literally sitting at at the feet of Jesus listening to him. And Martha gets annoyed and she's telling Jesus, hey, tell Mary to help me. But this is what Jesus says to Martha in verse 42. Mary has chosen what is better. And this is so important, guys, because getting close to Jesus is not doing more for him. It's not serving more. It's not going to conferences. It's spending time at his feet. It's listening to Jesus. Many times, too, we go into our alone times and we're just like listing out things that we need. God, I need this. God, I need that. Listening to our fears. But we need to spend time listening to what he has to say because our transformation comes when we get revelation. But we don't get revelation until we listen to God. This is so, so, so important that we spend time not just being with Jesus, but listening to him. What is he saying? Allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us into scripture and digging deep. I always tell people, like, use the scriptures as conversation starters to get to hear more from God. How this word applies to you. What revelation, what rema does God have? The word is alive and active, right? Hebrews talks about that. The word is alive and active. It's like a two-edged sword ready to convict and pierce us. And so we need to read the scriptures and allow and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us. John 16, 13. I always pray this verse before I spend time with the Lord or read the Bible. It says, but when he, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. God has given us the Holy Spirit. The moment he ascended into heaven, he gave us his spirit to guide us, to guide us into all truth, to give us revelation, to fill us and to transform us. John 14, 26, Jesus says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So we have the Holy Spirit who will teach us, who will remind us of things. He will guide us and tell us what to do. So drawing closer to Jesus starts with spending time with him. James talks about, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. We need to let go of the things that God is telling us to let go. Those sin habits, we got to clear it out so that we can draw near to Jesus. And as you draw near to him, you will see him real in your life. You will experience him real and active. And that's when you're gonna start embracing and, and having joy in reading the Bible, having joy in spending time with Jesus because you know he's alive, you know he's active, you know he's relatable to you. It's not just like, I gotta put this check mark list 
um, to read the Bible. You're spending time with a real person. So come to Jesus with expectation that he will speak to you. Matthew 7, 7 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. And so as you're knocking, as you're seeking, <laughs> know that God is going to come through for you. Like the biggest thing that I just honestly cannot take when people come to me is, I, I don't feel like God is listening to me. I don't feel like he's here. That's not who God is. And if that's the thought that you have, it's okay. Just don't, don't tolerate that thought. Right? You don't have to feel bad that you're having those thoughts, but don't think those thoughts because those are not truth. That's not truth. That is not truth. Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Jesus wants to fellowship with you. He wants to sit at the table right, and like eat with you, feast with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to speak to you. And so don't tolerate that thought that Jesus isn't real, that he doesn't speak to you, that he doesn't love you. No matter what you've done, he is there for you. If you haven't heard my testimony, I definitely encourage you to tune into our podcast. I share more there. But I didn't have a perfect past. And, you know, when I first gave my life to Jesus, I thought that I couldn't have a relationship with him. I thought that because I did the, the worst of worst things that, you know, yeah, I'm saved, but he doesn't want to speak to me. I can't ever find him real or get revelation. But that was all a lie, right? Read the prodigal son. Read that in the Bible. Though the prodigal son wasted his father's inheritance and lived wild and crazy, when he came back and repented, the father embraced him, gave him a robe, gave him a ring, and said, hey, you're my child. You're a child of God. You're, you're royalty. And so no matter what you've done, shame isn't your portion anymore. When Jesus died on that cross, he cleansed his, with his blood, he cleansed you complete and whole and made you blameless. Christianity isn't about pursuing righteousness. It's about being made righteous in Christ and living that out through Christ. Right? We get to live out who God's called us to be in Christ because Jesus loved us so much to even give us this opportunity to give us his son. And so I pray that in this season, as we wrap up this last day, that you would be willing to give Jesus your attention. Give him your time. Give him your attention so that you can embrace your relationship with him. So I'd love to pray for you all. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening. I thank you, God, that you've given us these four days, God, to be with you, to embrace you, Jesus. And I know, God, that you've been speaking to our hearts. I pray that today every single person listening would make the choice to live for you, to give their complete yes to you, to say, I want a relationship with you. Because the reality is we can't have a relationship with Jesus if we don't want to walk and follow him. But God, we are making the choice today to follow you, to say yes to you and to say no to darkness, to remind ourselves what you set us free from. God, you set us free from darkness, from shame, from bondage. And now we get to live in freedom. And the best thing yet to come is that we get to set others free. You've anointed us to set the captive free, to bind the brokenhearted, to set those in prison from darkness into your light. So I thank you, God, that this is what we have. Lord, we didn't deserve it, God, but you gave it to us. You freely gave. You freely gave. So I pray, God, that you would send us the right people, God, to help us to walk with you, Lord, to embrace you, God. Help us every single day to give our time to you, to give our ear to you, open up our heart to you, soften our hearts. God, if there are walls that have been built up, God, break every single wall down. 
I pray that when we come into our alone times with you, that there would just be this peace, that we can trust you, that we can be real with you, knowing that you don't judge, but you love us and you transform us by your revelation, by your word. So God, I just ask that you soften every person's heart who's listening and that today would mark the day, God, that they would experience a real relationship with you. So I thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed with these, this four-day devotional. So if you have, share this devotional with others. We also have this devotional on version. If you haven't checked it out, share that with a friend. You can share it. It's a free devotional. And I also want to invite you to be a part of my four-week Embracing Singleness study group. So this is going to be a group where not only will we, will we be reading the book together, studying God's word, but I also want this four weeks to be a time of breakthrough where you get to also learn how to break off that fear of singleness and embrace your relationship with God. Every week, I will be going live with you. You get to ask questions. We're going to be in a community group where not just me, but every other person gets to help you. You need to be plugged into community. When I first broke up, it was very hard. It took me two months, actually, to like just not walk in fear and to be able to walk in freedom. So it may be different for you. It may not take you two months. It may take you a day. It may take you a week, four weeks. But this four weeks, I believe, this study group is going to help you. You know, not only will this book be of good assistance, but I believe the community as well. And I'm also going to be giving you guys as well a 30-day devotional to go upon with this four-week study. And so you can sign up. I'm going to put the description in the link below. And I'm excited just to connect with you. If you've been blessed by this devotional, feel free as well to email me. You can email me at gabby at livingrevelations.com. You can share with me any testimonies you have, any questions you have. I love to hear them. And once you read this book, please write a review as well on Amazon. This will help us to reach more people. So I pray that you've been blessed. Looking forward to connecting with you all. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.